Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with your favorite internet sexperts, Spring and Andrew, um, answering your questions about relationships, about sex and sexual health. We'll talk about anything, like any question at all. So thank you for submitting your questions. How are you today, Spring? I'm so great. And it's so true that this is our favorite thing to do. We love to talk to you guys, but not just at you. Like we record these, you know, with feedback that we get from you, with questions we get from you. And we love to engage and we would love to have you engage with us even more um, on our social media. You know, find us at the sex shop on any social media and reach out to us, talk to us. Um, yeah. And we we actually have. Can, wait, can I talk about it? Is it time? Is it time? Um, can I, do I mean. Now? Yeah. Now? I mean, right now, go. Well, I'm going to say it first. <laughs> we have things to give you. We have free things for you, including cash money. Spring, <laughs> how much cash money do we have to give away? Uh, so we have a survey that we want people to complete. So in the survey, you can um, complete the survey to just answer some questions about your sexual attitudes, about like some of your behaviors and things that you think about sex. And then um, if you want to, you can do an in-depth interview also. And so the survey, we're giving away three $100 Amazon gift cards. So there's three available and we're collecting surveys from about 300 people. So that's one in 100 chance of getting a $100 gift card. And then if you want to do an in-depth interview, that's for podcast listeners only. So that is you guys right here. You are eligible to do an in-depth interview with us. And um, we have a $25 gift card if you want to do that in-depth interview with us. And you get that 25 one if you do the interview automatically. There's no contest. It's not one out of 100. It's one out of one because we love to talk to you. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything is confidential. Everything is anonymous. Right. So like, no real risk and you get a chance of getting some money. The survey took me about like six minutes to finish altogether. So it's pretty short too. No, it did not take six minutes. It takes more like at least 20. But anyway, the the um, the thing is like we're trying to like, you know, understand more about um, how our podcast is working out in the world. And it's a chance to participate in research. And it's kind of cool to like see uh, what's happening from the research side of things, what kind of questions we ask and stuff like that. And we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to be part of it. So um, the link is in our social media. Um, our Instagram is the best, easiest way to find it because we post it in there in the stories all the time. And it's in the link in bio. So check that out at the sex wrap. T-H-E-S-E-X-W-R-A-P. It's wrap with a W. <laughs> but we'd love to hear from you. Um, and the thing is, we'll take feedback that we get from that survey and we'll use it to improve the show, giving you the sexual content that you want. <laughs> All right. Um on top of this, uh, on top of us uh, having that kind of extra conversation with all of you, I'm really excited for 2021 so far. I wasn't so sure in January at the beginning, but right now in February, I'm feeling pretty good. I know Valentine's Day is coming up and you, know all, you all know I hate it, but I'm sort of feeling this warm, fuzzy, romantic feeling with 2021. I don't know. How about you, Coops? Ooh, you're falling for 2021, huh? I, I am. It looks, it looks really good so far. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you're not being blinded by some little uh, beginning of the relationship excitement? <laughs> I mean, I am sure I am still in the honeymoon period. I mean, it just in my head, it cannot be worse than 2020. Like, 
it's already it, it, I already feel better. I mean, I'm also vaccinated now. Um, so all the listeners out there, like get on those lists, get yourself vaccinated. I've had both. I think Spring, you've had your first one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, just a little bit more security in the world, a little less anxiety and I know just a few more smiles. Yeah, I mean, it is it is exciting. Things are looking up. And, you know, I also want to just talk about 2020 for a second. I I think 2020 was great. I think it was a real wake up call. I think we learned so much from 2020. We learned, you know, how racist our country still is. We learned um, how we need to respond to pandemics. We learned a lot about ourselves. We had a lot of chance for reflection. You know, I think we just learned so much and we just have um, so much more available to us now going forward and we're so much more resilient. Um, So yeah, 2020 was hard, but like you got to go through that hard stuff to like come out on the other side. So I'm just like, that's what she said. So happy, you know, take all, take all the metaphors you want from that, but (laughs) I, I'm always hopeful. So I mean, like the same messages, wear your masks, be good, social distancing, keep yourself safe. But I think moving later into this year, we're going to have a return to a slightly more joyful world where where we're able to have some more connection. Um, And today, uh, the question that we're answering, like Spring and I were talking about it before, I'm like, is, 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 is January my thirst trap for 2021? Like, is this like the the sexy model for the year? We're at, the question is like, what's a thirst trap? That is the question of the day. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't actually really know what a thirst trap is or kind of like what, how to recognize one. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally psyched to actually talk about this today. But yeah, is, is, are we in a thirst trap right now? <laughs> I hope not, right? It just... Uh, So for those of you who don't know what a thirst trap is, you're scrolling through your TikTok, you're scrolling through your Instagram, and all of a sudden you just see some beautiful, airbrushed, chemically altered male or female trans model, just like shirtless or in a bikini or on the beach looking beautiful. uh, And you're like, huh, I wonder what this page is about. And then you click it. (laughs) And when you click it, what happens? Uh, Well, I mean, most of the time when you click it, there's a lot more thirst trap happening, lots more pictures that are sexually suggestive, lots of skin. And often along with it, there's a lot of buy my thing or buy my workout routine or buy my yoga routine or this is the shake that I drink or on and on and on and on. But there's not a lot of actual like meaningful content. I'll talk more about how I feel like when I recognize the thirst trap, but uh, I mean, that's my experience. What do you think, Spring? Yeah, so the term thirst trap really means like, you know, using sex to grab someone's attention. So using a overtly sexy image or video to really pull someone in for another purpose, right? So you're not trying to pull them in for sex, actually, it's it's not like for dating, really. It's usually like for another purpose. That's why it's called a trap, right? So it's like you're being pulled in by this very attractive image or video that you um, are like, ooh, let me, I'm drawn to this. I I don't even need to know why. I just want to look at that. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's usually um, some other uh, purpose behind it. And so. 
you know, we, we all know sex sells. We all know that that is, um, a, uh, way to get people's attention. And we all know also that, um, it's everybody's own decision and choice to show parts of their body that they want to, um, you know, show themselves how they want to on social media. And so we're not saying, you know, that there is necessarily a problem with their straps, but we're going to talk about kind of what they are and how you can recognize them and why you might want to recognize them. Why do you want to identify them as such? Yeah, absolutely. We're not shaming bodies. We're not shaming skin. I mean, in my perfect world, people could show anything they wanted, anywhere they wanted, and we get rid of skin censorship. But I mean, lady nipples are the worst. Anyway, that's 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 not today's topic. Um, and lady nipples are not the worst. Just the internet tells us they are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but thirst traps are everywhere, and they're using sex to sell. Uh, and often they're using sex to sell in really interesting, in different ways. Um, you see people soliciting followers, and I'm going to be talking about thirst traps mostly in regard to social media, but they do exist in other places as well. Um, but uh, there. are I mean, like everywhere you go, I bet you I could open my phone right now. And if I scrolled for less than 10 seconds on any social media app, there would be some kind of thirst trap thrown into my vision. Um, part of it's because human beings are very visually aroused. Um, we like, you know, if you see something that's sexy, you focus on it, it makes your brain tingle, it makes you interested. And people are sort of abusing that really basic human response to get something sub something else out of you. Um, so why don't we take a break and we come back when we come back, we'll talk about how to identify it and then talk a little bit about what they can do, why they might be harmful. And then, you know, some some overall suggestions and thoughts about how to deal with it. So we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Sex Wrap. Today we are talking about thirst traps. I am not one. Spring. Wait. Am I supposed to say if I'm a thirst trap? Am I a thirst trap? I don't know. I post a lot of yoga videos, but they're like I don't. I get very confused. <laughs> am I a thirst trap? I don't know. Are you trying to sell anything behind your yoga videos? I think you're just trying to help people. True. I mean, I have a yoga website that I want people to go to. I mean, I'm trying to sell my yoga with my yoga, though. I'm not posting an overtly sexy picture of myself to sell my yoga. Am I? I don't think so. <laughs> so identifying thirst traps can be difficult. No, you're absolutely not uh, being a thirst trap uh, spring. But there are a lot of thirst traps out there. Now for me, um, and we know this, there's, there's a lot of research out there that shows, um, and we don't talk about research too much on the show, but it's important that uh, whenever we are constantly bombarded with these beautiful bodies, often airbrushed or photoshopped, Often the people who are in those images are using different kinds of chemicals and drugs to make their bodies even more like blown up, swole, thin, fit, skinny. It doesn't matter. There's all of those chemicals. Um, and they don't tell you that on the other side of the page, right? Like the for me, it's these men, hulking men with huge abs and or not huge pecs and perfect abs and like arms. And uh they'll try to sell me something on the other side. They're all natural workout and they're vegan workout. And most of the time they're misrepresenting themselves as well. Like what they're selling is not actually how they got to that point. And it makes you feel bad about yourself. Like I'm thin, I'm fit, I work out, like I try really hard, but I don't look like any of these people. So it's constantly sort of giving you reminders that you aren't 
good enough or you're not pretty enough or you're not muscular enough if, or you're not any of those sort of things. Um, so for me, when I think about thirst traps, often that's the danger side that I see that it's perpetuating these stereotypes that there are these bodies out there. The people with thirst trap bodies have those bodies for, for that very reason that they're using that to sell their product or hawk their product or to entice you to like their profile. Spring? Yeah. And I think it's pretty confusing because, you know, what we're talking about here is how it can be hard to identify these, right? So like they are from people that look like normal people in your feed. It's not like from a company, right? It's not from um, like a brand that you actually see posting something. It's from someone's personal account. And so when you see things from people's personal account, you're less likely to have that skepticism of the media that we have learned some of these media literacy skills and we say, okay, I know in a magazine, all these people are airbrushed. It still might be hard to know that emotionally, but like at least intellectually, we can say, I recognize that this is not true. This is not what people really look like. All human beings have pores. <laughs> but when you see them in individual social media, it's harder to, to know that um, they are maybe using some type of steroid or something, or that they are uh, using some type of app to like control how they look or tune their face or whatever. And so when these things are happening in people's personal feeds and these people that are friends or friends of friends, or, you know, even just like people that have big followings that everyone follows, it's just hard to, it's hard to say, whoa, this isn't real. Like, it's very hard to like get to that point, right? I mean, and we've got to that point, like everybody knows that the Kardashians are not real, that they're like everything, every single picture that they post, we know that's not real. That's part of their brand. Yeah, they're a thirst trap, but they're one that we're aware of. And if you're not aware of it, now you are. Everything they post is completely fake. And I mean, hey, they've made their billions doing it. Congratulations. The real issue is that most people aren't as overt and there's not the paparazzi following them around. So you never get to see their true selves. Um, and it's perpetuating really harmful myths. Uh, we know there are huge issues with uh, eating disorders in the United States. We know there's huge issues with the abuse of steroids in the United States. And it's not only men who use steroids. I think it's really important that there are lots of harmful chemicals that women take as well to alter and change their bodies to make them look thinner and muscu more muscular, right? It's, it, it's everywhere. Um, and it's perpetuated by these thirst traps. Um, so it, I mean, once again, I don't want to shame anybody who has a beautiful body and has worked really hard. Spring and I are not dismissing any of the work that you've put into what you look like, but I think the important part and the real difference for me between a thirst trap and somebody who is, you know, working hard is that the thirst trap is not honest about the path. Um, they're not honest about filters. They're not honest about Photoshop. Um, the reason why Spring is not a thirst trap is you watch her do her videos in her house. Um, you watch her, you know, Roxy's looking over her sometimes. Roxy is her best her friend. Mannequin. It's not me. It's her mannequin. Um, watching over. Um, but she's doing yoga herself and then she wants to help unedited. other people. Unedited. Yeah. <laughs> there's no filter. You just get Spring. Um, I love when there's the fast forward one and you get to watch her do yoga breathing and it looks like her entire chest is fluttering like a hummingbird the whole time. <laughs> It's really fun uh, to watch someone else like do their breathing exercise. Uh, but it, it is really difficult to see like where someone who really cares about helping 
uh, and who might even have a product to sell that 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 is useful versus somebody who's just abusing that part of your brain that likes to look at pretty things. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about, we're always talking about everything in context here. And so we're in a pandemic still. And so we're also in our homes for a majority of the time. And so we used to be out in the world a lot more and we used to have more contact with people um like physically and to actually see people with our eyes and like now we're only seeing everybody through a screen and i think that that is um really scary when we think about like what that does to our mental health and our comparison of our bodies with other people's because we naturally do that. And when we are only seeing people through a screen and we're only seeing these edited versions, like it starts to really take a toll on how you feel about yourself. And um, I saw some research recently um, that was done on um, people that identified as having eating disorders and on how the pandemic affected them. And guess what? It was a nightmare. <laughs> like it's, it's like the pandemic really exacerbates a lot of um, issues that people are facing, and that's another one. And I think you know it's strongly related to this idea of really just seeing things that are not real in front of your eyes all the time. And when we look at all of the algorithms that show you images, whether you're using Google or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, those algorithms reward thirst traps as well. So what you're going to see most of the time, what's going to rise to the top of all of the list, if you go to Instagram television, or if you go to Instagram trends, every single thing at the top of that list is almost always going to be some kind of thirst trap right? Like people get interested, it rises to the top, you click on it, those people get more followers. If you have more followers, you rise to the top even further. Like, so it's kind of a this circle. And I really like that Spring's bringing in the, the, the pandemic has made it all worse because we've stopped seeing actual people. I didn't leave my condo for five months. I saw my partner, I saw my best friend, and then I saw people via social media and via Zoom. And even on Zoom calls, it touches up people's appearances automatically. So you're already seeing like an an airbrushed version of everybody all the time. Yeah. Spring and I use Google chat. We can put like hats on each other, but I don't know how to make, touch myself up. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like when that becomes so normalized, we forget that we're even seeing something different, right? Like we forget that that's not reality. And it's just because we become so accustomed to it. And that's like that, that is our reality right now, right? Our screens are our reality for a lot of us and for a lot of the time. And that's the way that we get connection. And that is so important. And we need to be really careful and we need to up our like uh, literacy at figuring out what we're looking at and being able to process that and say, okay, uh, this is a thirst trap. This is sucking me in. <laughs> this is a super sexy photo. And I don't know this person and I don't know what they've been through and I don't know what they're taking and I don't know what they've done to this photo or this video. And I don't know any of this stuff. And like that, that needs to be like at the forefront of your mind, like every time you're looking at your social media, really. Yep. Um, I work really hard to de-thirst trap most of my social media and it's <laughs> almost impossible. Um, I don't really use TikTok very much. Occasionally, you know, just for a couple laughs, I'll get in and, and spend a little time. It, it, it is a complete time sink. It is a complete waste of my life whenever I'm in there, but sometimes it's okay to waste a little. And uh, I 
block and unfollow every single thirst trap. And then I'll have like 20 minutes of uninterrupted non thirst trap content. And if I log back in the next day, my for you page is completely thirst traps all over again. It's trapped up. It's thirst trapped up. <laughs> trapped up. But I really like what Spring is saying, um, how important it is for us to, you know, keep a little stop in your head. You look at something, it's sexy, and you need to teach yourself for just a second to be like, put a block in and say, okay, yeah, this is sexy. Yeah, this is not real. And yeah, this person is manipulating me into doing something. And sometimes you want to go along with it, right? As long as you go along with it consensually, where you've said, it's okay, I've been tricked, and I'm going with this trick for a little while, and I'm thirsty, <laughs> and I'm going to take a tall a, a drink of that tall glass of whatever you're, you're, you're drinking. Um, <laughs> that's okay. But if you let it overrule your life, you end up you're much more likely to end up really sad, depressed, have body image issues, have eating disorders, um, have higher levels of depression and anxiety. Like there's some really negative outcomes of constantly being exposed to thirst traps. But the easiest way to deal with it, well, is to not use social media or um, just put that little stop in your head. And um, we're getting close to the end of the episode. So I'm going to give my just the tip now. Um, my, my, my just the tip is like learn to put just a small pause in your head when you see an image or you see a video and like, is this real? And why are they trying to manipulate me with it? Right. Are they trying to sell something? Are they trying to do something else? Um, and it doesn't have to be a loud voice, but if you have a small voice in your head that just says, is this real? Are they trying, what are they, how are they trying to manipulate me? What are they trying to manipulate me with? And if you use that, the overall damage that it can do is really decreased because A, you'll find out most of the time that that body, while it's real somewhere, somehow, it's not a physically like real achievable goal for most people. And B, they are trying to manipulate you. And most people hate being manipulated. And when you put yourself into that mindset, thirst traps really become the opposite of effective. They become really ineffective and you kind of scorn the entire process. Like, how dare you try to use the parts of my brain that like sexy things to get me to feel bad about myself and to buy your workout plan? Yeah. So that's my my just the tip. I don't know if you had anything else to talk about, or if you're ready to move into the tip as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that um, this identification part is really challenging. And um, so I like the idea of just kind of, you know, keeping a little bit of skepticism there always like a just little like, wait, what am I seeing? I think that makes a lot of sense because, um, because it's hard to, to know what something is. And, and sometimes you've already clicked on it. And, and then you're already in it. And then it, it's like even harder to get out of, right? <laughs> and so I mean, a lot of these thirst traps are deep, like they go multiple layers, there's hundreds of videos and all kinds of like subliminal and like face forward advertising that goes on inside of them. Yeah. Like you can fall deep and you can go for hours. And I mean, I'm sure every single listener here, every single one of you today, you have probably fallen for a thirst trap sometime in the last week and you probably wasted an hour plus of your life and you might have even bought something. Like it's just, it, <laughs> it it's crazy. Um, and it's, and it's human and it's normal. And I really like, like the advice that Spring and I are giving are like, you know, keep some skepticism. And for me, it's like, try to put a little pause where you ask some questions of yourself. And if you do those things, enjoy your thirst traps, right? Like you're protected <laughs> yeah. from them. Like, you know, like I am diving head over heels for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But there's no product that you can buy, no pill that you can buy, no workout that you can buy, like all of the things they're trying to sell you, like, sure, but go find it somewhere else from an actual professional, like a trainer or a nutritionist or a doctor. Like the person who looks pretty is not the actual expert. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's really good to um, think about how to do some of that research on your own as well and look into things a little bit more and not just take someone's word for it. And um and, you know, that's that's all part of these media literacy skills. But I think the other thing I really want to say is talk about these things with your friends, with your family members, especially younger family members, you know. So we're always encouraging you to share things that you learn on these episodes. And I think this is a really important one to like continually talk about because um, there's like a level that we know these things on, but then we we tend to totally forget it when we're actually looking at images and videos. So I think, um, you know, talk about this and talk to people, especially people that are younger than you um, and about, you know, and even look at some images and videos together and talk about what you see, because that's going to really help shift um, how strong of an effect they have over you and your lives and your mental health. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if you a listener have a thirst trap, just send it our way so we can take a look at it. There we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening today. Don't forget, uh, you can go to our social media, to our Instagram, and you can follow that link. If you just take the survey, you have a one in 100 chance of winning a gift card, a $100 gift card. Um, and then if you're interested, we're doing some more in-depth questionnaires and surveys where you get to talk to one of us, where we just ask you some questions overall uh, about your experience listen, experiences listening to the show. And we would love to hear from you. Also, you can ask us more questions at that point, and we'll put them into our list, and we'll probably answer them eventually. Eventually, We have, we have quite a few questions in the queue, but keep sending them. Um, uh, so if you have any questions about this episode or you have any other questions about relationships, sexual health, sex, anything at all, um, you can email them to us. Our email is thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can uh, call us at 413-I-RAP-IT and you can find us on social media. You can DM us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Sex Wrap. That's Wrap with a W. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just two of music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.